Hello and welcome to the Bible with Megan podcast. My name is Megan and here I talk about the Bible. There are two types of episode in this podcast. The first is where I look at wider themes about the Bible within the Bible, questions about how we should study the Bible and how it relates to our world. The second type of episode are just Bible studies and each week I'll go chronologically through a book of the Bible. The Bible is such a beautiful book and such an incredible gift that we have been given by God and I just hope that in this podcast you will learn to love studying it even more and that it will strengthen your faith. So let's get on with today's episode. Hermeneutics is something you do, something I do, anyone that reads a book, especially the Bible, does it. But what is it? It sounds like a big scary theology word, but don't worry, it's not as scary as it sounds. This is how I remember it. It begins with an H, so think of how. It's the question of how do we interpret? How do we interpret what we read? So hermeneutics is the study of interpretation. How do we read the Bible? Where do we put the value in what we read? How do we then apply that? It's all these kinds of questions. Hermeneutics is to do with interpretation. And like I said, it's something we all do, whether we realise it or not. When we read anything, whether it's the Bible, whether it's a menu from a restaurant, whether it's a poem or a play or a novel, we're bringing our own ideas to it. We're bringing our own life experience um, we bring our own interests and passions and that kind of affects the way that we interpret what we are reading. So in biblical hermeneutics, the key question that we've got to ask is what is a good reading of the Bible and why? When we read the Bible, we have to be aware of a few things. We have to be aware that there's a distance between us and the time it was written. It's a very ancient book. There's also a distance between us as the readers and the location it was written, maybe, depending on where you are listening to this in the world. But I'm in the UK, and so the places that this was written in the Middle East and the ancient Near East um, is a very long way away from me. And also there's a cultural difference here. The fact it was an ancient culture, a different geographical culture, um, is very different to my own. So there's some things I have to be aware of when I consider how I interpret the Bible. And also thrown in there with the Bible, and this is unique to the Bible, is that it is the Word of God. We believe that this book is inspired by the Holy Spirit, um, that these are God's words. God's used this book to speak to us and speak the real truth of what the world is all about and his story with how he interacts with humanity and his plan for salvation, his plan for restoration and um, the kingdom of God coming. This is the word of God. So the question of what is a good interpretation, what's a good hermeneutic to take when we read this book is really, really important because it affects how we understand ultimate truth. What, what God is telling us is is the truth of who he is and how he an- interacts with people, which is what the story of the Bible is about. So hermeneutics then is asking us about how we interpret the Bible and we can figure out how we interpret it by asking the question of where do we place the value in what we read. 
And there's three different places that people tend to place the value kind of on a broad level. And um, we'll look at them as like three different worlds. So firstly, there's the world behind the text. Some people place the value here. And this usually has to do with um, history. So it looks at who was the author, the human author of this passage, where did they live, what was going on at the time, um, any kind of cultural context of that time. It looks at archaeology and anthropology and social science and things like this. It wants to get as good a picture as it can of um, <clears throat> what was going on at the time that, the, that this particular passage was written and it places value there and says this is a good way to interpret the passage is by understanding the world behind it, where it's come from. The second world that people place value in is the world in the text, within the text. And if you remember back to studying English at school, um, you might have studied a book like Wuthering Heights or some Shakespeare or something. And this is a kind of similar method. So it's placing the value in the text. So you're thinking about things like genre, about characters and plot and dialogue and how the text is laid out and structured. And it's looking for meaning within that. It's recognising that the Bible is a work of literature and that each book of the Bible has a particular genre it fits into um, and that someone has intentionally laid this out and written it down in a purposeful way. Um, so it's placing value in that process, in the literary process, and it's interpreting from that place, the world within the text. The third world is the world in front of the text, in front of the text, um, and this refers to the reader. It's saying that there is meaning, the, the best meaning, the best value comes from when the text is actually read, and it's how the person reading it responds to the text. Um, now, this can be referring to like the first readers. So, for example, if it was a letter in the New Testament to the Ephesians or something, um, it could be saying, well, we want to understand how the Ephesians read this letter and we're going to place the value there and interpret from that place. Or it can be something called reception history. And this just looks at how a passage has been received and understood throughout church history. So from the first readers to the modern day, and it considers all those different things and then kind of builds an interpretation based on how others have interpreted it when they were reading it. Or it can also be just the individual person reading it. And some would say that um, a good interpretation and the value interpretation only happens when the text is read by somebody. So those are the three places that people tend to place value. So the world behind the text, the world in the text, and the world in front of the text. All of these have their own problems, um, their own issues. If you focus too much on the world behind the text, then you might get so caught up in wanting to find the exact historical details and things like that, that, that you forget that this the Bible isn't a history textbook. Um, and that's not how it should be read. But equally, if you get too much stuck up in placing the value on the world in the text, you might forget that it's also not just a work of literature. There, There's a reason that God has asked these people in this time period to write it down so their cultural context is relevant. Um, and also, a, a book needs to be read by people. It doesn't just stand in a vacuum. 
But then again, if you place too much value on the world in front of the text and on the reader creating the meaning of the text, then you run into all sorts of issues of, well, who's right then? Because different readers might have different interpretations and if, if there's no kind of background context and there's no um, looking at how it's been intentionally formatted in the world in the text, then 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 you kind of it's a free for all like anyone could say anything and and there's no way of questioning that or agreeing on something that we can be certain the bible is saying i did a module on hermeneutics when i was at uh, bible college and this is kind of like the first lecture i'm kind of covering but we spent the rest of the term looking through all the different types of hermeneutics all the different types of interpretations um, that come out of these three worlds that where different people place the value and, and there's there's loads and there's loads of different people who think their preferred way is the best way to do it um so if you want to deep dive into that i'll pop a few books in the description that you can have a look at if you want if you want to do further reading and, and see all the different types of of hermeneutics that people really they really kind of zoom in on like a specific thing so it might be like social science or um feminism or stuff like this and it is really interesting um but, but again like you could go over and over and over and learn all these different things but the most important thing is that we don't over focus on just just the one if there's one thing that i think every christian should know about hermeneutics it's just that we need to be aware of it we need to be aware of the fact that we are interpreting what we are reading it's very difficult to just read the bible which which sounds crazy does it because i'm doing this podcast i'm saying do that um but but what i mean by that is every person's going to interpret it slightly differently. And so we just need to be aware when we are picking up the Bible, we need to think about, okay, where am I placing value? How am I interpreting this? Because it's that self-awareness of ourself and the fact that we are interpreting it that is going to help us interpret this well. It's really important when we read the Bible that we pray and we say, Holy Spirit, help me to understand. Help me to interpret this well and accurately. I think the best way for for us to to use hermeneutics as a as a tool that actually helps us is to think about those three worlds when we are reading to think about the world behind the text and and I think the best way I've found this this is for myself I'm speaking for myself now but I find this really really effective is to start in the world behind the text of a passage to look at those kind of historical cultural things and then to move on to look at the the literary side of it and how it's been how it's been structured and formatted what genre it is and then from those two places to consider um the value to the reader the value to me in the modern day or the value to another reader in another time period and how they might understand it how it might apply to to their situation but i think I think the really important thing is not to jump to that third one without the first two. I think the first two really ground us um, because like I mentioned a bit earlier on in this episode, God has chosen for this to be a book. This is how he's chosen to speak to us um, in this way. And he's chosen this specific time and these specific people to communicate that. So 
I think it's really important that we start there and then we go, okay, he's he's chosen these people in this time and he's asked them to write it. So then we have to consider, okay, this is written, so I need to study this as a written word. And then thirdly, we say we know that, that God is speaking through this, that this is written for the church. I'm part of the church. So what does this say to me? But it's important to do in that order because there are things that we won't quite get if we just come from our 21st century ideas and we stick them on how we interpret the Bible. An example of this would be adoption. So in Ephesians 1, it tells us that we are adopted into the family of God through Jesus' sacrifice. We are we are kind of lost, but then we are adopted children of God when we repent and follow Jesus. And so if we come at that from our 21st century idea, if we come from that purely from the world in front of the text and from our reading of it, in our world, so say in the UK where I live, adoption can often come with mixed emotions. It can be sad because perhaps um, a couple have been trying to start a family, um, trying to have their own biological children and they can't or perhaps it's because the child that's up for adoption um, has been treated badly by their birth parents and has to be removed from them or they've been orphaned and so it comes from this kind of place of oh that's really sad um that poor child you know or or there can be that aspect of joy in it as well where a family unit is created so that's kind of where we'd come from it um from our perspective but if you just take a minute and this is a whole episode for another time maybe so i'll just brush over this really quickly but if you start in the historical context in the world behind the text and you just look at how did adoption work in the roman empire when paul was writing that letter so in that culture in that time period what often happened it would be a rich couple that for whatever reason didn't have an heir to their inheritance and so they would adopt a child from a poorer family um, to become their heir so that then adds a whole other aspect doesn't it and it makes sense of other verses we read in the bible about us being heirs to an inheritance um, in the kingdom of god through christ and we wouldn't have got that if we'd only used one of these things you see what we've done here is we've gone what's the world behind the text what's the cultural context over adoption and you can look at the actual text itself and and how it's formatted and stuff. I didn't do that in my Greek example, but if I was studying through it, I'd, I'd have a look at that as well. But then these things in influence how we then, as the reader, um, interpret it and how it how it relates to us, without without twisting it or or not putting that effort in. And I think the biggest thing about hermeneutics and why I wanted to talk about it is just that we need to be aware we just need to be aware that when we read anything we're interpreting it and with with the bible we just want to make sure we're doing it well that we're we're understanding what god wants to say um and so just next time you you read a passage and maybe hermeneutics springs to mind just ask the holy spirit holy spirit how am i interpreting this is there an area i need to look into more is there a world 
I need to look into more? Do I need to know more about the context here? Am I just coming from my own bias and experience and and not acknowledging that or am I not treating this as a as a work of literature enough as a work of intentional crafted art or 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 am I ignoring the fact that this actually speaks to me and speaks to to the church um today There are loads of resources we can use to help us out with hermeneutics and I'll talk about some of these in future episodes but I hope that this has been helpful for you. Um, Please don't be scared of hermeneutics, it's just being aware of how we interpret the Bible and it's a great tool. It's such a great tool to help us interpret well and interpret faithfully and knowing about this has, has made me learn so much more about it and fall so much more in love with studying the bible because i'm no longer coming from a place of 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 using it like a self-help book or something i used to do that i used to use the bible as a self-help book when i was early sort of in the faith in my teens when i was kind of starting to pick up my bible i used to oh i i have a problem i'd flick it open at a random page and read a random verse no regard at all for the world behind the text, where it came from, what it, what the context was, no regard for the, the, the world in the text, for the genre of the book, or where it fell in the Bible, or even what the story around it was, I just wanted it to be about, about me, and, and, and God does speak into our lives, and he does have solutions for our problems, um, and he does have ways in which he can, he can help us with that, but, but I was being very disrespectful to the Bible in doing that and I feel like now in in learning how to have a, a reverence for the Bible and consider how I interpret and not just need it as a, a quick fix to my issues that actually I feel way more equipped to handle issues that come my way because I have a fuller understanding of who God is, what he's saying and what his desire is for humanity and how he interacts with us and with me. So now you know what hermeneutics is, you can use that big fancy word and look clever in front of your friends. <laughs> um, hermeneutics is about how we interpret the Bible and where we place value. And Lord, I just pray as I finish this episode that you would help us to see where we place value, that you would highlight to us where we need to place more value, and that we would just be aware as we read that we'd we'd want to honour you by understanding what you want to say to us through the Bible, not making it about ourselves, not making it about history, not making it about literature, but making it about you. Making it about you and your glory. Lord, I pray that that as we read we would interpret well, that we would have a good hermeneutic that is all for the glory of God and appreciates the Bible for the incredible book that it is that you've gifted us. minutes to leave a review of this podcast.
podcast on whatever platform you're listening on that would be really really helpful and it would help more people like us who might enjoy studying the bible to find the podcast and to join us in our journey if you'd like to support me in making this podcast financially you can use the buy me a coffee link that is in the show notes to just donate a little bit towards making these resources you can also follow me over on instagram at bible with megan or one word where i update everything that's going on and have content on there as well so i really look forward to seeing you next time for the next episode of the bible with megan